Yeah, I'm ready, girl. Waiting on you and these questions. Let's go. All right. So, being that summer is finally almost fucking done, we are days away. Okay, what is your favorite thing and or activity about fall? Oh, so many things. Okay, so I have... <laughs> Do not! Ma'am, don't judge me. Okay, so I have an addiction to candles. Specifically, um, Bath and Body Works candles. Mm-hmm. And it's this one specific candle. It's called Marshmallow Fireside. It, it smells like you're roasting marshmallows literally at a fireside. Like, it is so cute. It mm-hmm. smells so good. So, I love to uh, burn that candle and then cut on, like, um, Halloween movies, even though it's not October yet. Uh, like, the other day, when it was chilly a f- couple weeks ago it, right. down here, girl, I, was, I burnt the candle. I cut off every light in the house, even though it was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I opened the window, let the breeze come in a little bit. Yep, and let then that I cut- cool crisp. Yes! yes. yes. Let the crisp air yes, hit you. Yes, And I was watching Hocus Pocus on Good and Well. My ass knew every word to that movie. I love it. I let the kids watch it, and they were just like, Mommy, kitty. And I was like, uh-huh. Shush. Oh. So, actually, Bath and Body Works has a sale today. It's buy two, get two free. Candles? Yes. Uh-huh. However, however. I'm listening. Go ahead, girl. As I go, what's the I like the I like the fruity smelling candles, but I don't know if I want them in my house because it makes me hungry. So they have this candle, and I don't know. I think it's called hot chocolate. No, they have one called brownie, uh-huh. and I was just like, "Oh, that's cute for I'm the fall." I started burning, and I was like, "Who making brownies?" It makes you hungry, yeah. Yes, I don't I like my was, mind to be mm. tricked like that. I don't appreciate. I was like, like, "Let that. me go get some brownie mix because now I'm ready for some brownies." But I love me a fall, especially with the layers, the boots, a leather jacket, about a fall, really good lip. Ah, I pulled into a Dunkin' Donuts drive through and then I saw they had pumpkin, and I screamed. I was like, oh, oh my God! You have pumpkin! And the man was just like, yes, yeah, yes, ma'am, we do. I was like, when did you get it? And I'm like, yelling through the thing. I'm so excited. They started like the last, honey, two weeks before all I died, okay? I pulled up there, and I, I was like just, pumpkin. I gave him a $2 tip in the cup, because I was that fucking excited, okay? <laughs> I was hyped. I see. All right? And I, I sifted, I said, you just wait right there, sir. I don't like pumpkin. It's so good. No, I can't. I don't. First of all, you know I don't like coffee, so I don't. First of all, if but I got a, if I have to drink something that I have to put forty nine thousand sugars, fifty six creamers, I agree. Creamers, I agree. I don't want to drink it. I feel like you're being disrespectful to the coffee to the pumpkin. Coffee. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm just going to change subject because I feel like you're being disrespectful. I'm just saying pumpkin. I just I like, like to go to the pumpkin patch, okay. but I don't want nothing pumpkin. Moving on. <clears throat> Not even pumpkin pie. One thing that no matter what. <gasps> they do have it. Girl, focus, focus, okay, focus. I'm okay, I'm sorry. So one thing that no matter what, no matter what you're going into the store for, what is one thing you always put in your cart at Target? No matter Ooh, what. No matter what. In Target. First of all, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so Target has those little masks, those sheet masks that you put on your face. I'm really big on skincare because you know You're I a like mask girl. Mm-hmm. Huh? I love to. Um, I wear, Guys, I love my makeup. air finally turned on. Do y'all hear that? Jesus, it's been hotter than Hades in here. Jesus. Anyway, um, no, that's false alarm. That's my little. I fake... felt a breeze. Yeah, but that's my little like fake 
cooler thing and it's turned on and off so guys like i don't know so a couple weeks back the air went out and i don't do heat you guys know that you understand that the fact that you didn't tell me is very disrespectful so we had my cousin getting ready to come back over and he was going to fix it and then all of a sudden it turned back on so it was fine and then yesterday i felt like it was just the hottest night it was extremely hot and then the air wanted to go out and i thought i was going to like melt and we've been trying to do all these little fans. And, like, you know when you have the plug-in fans that, like, it circulates, but it's circulating with cold-ass air? Mm-hmm. And then Kule, we slept in separate rooms because he was just like, you only have that fan on your body. I said, well, this was a one-person fan. So I'm sorry that when I asked you if you wanted a fan, you said no. Don't know where your fan is, but I have my fan. So... I love that you're married. It's so cute on you. You're, it's <laughs> like you're a different person. Thank you. I don't know if it's because of the marriage dick or not, but... Tiamat! Oh, okay, so what are you putting in your cart? Your face masks? <laughs> your face masks? Yes. I love me some face masks, so... I even put one on my husband's face. Like, if, if I'm masking, you're masking, and I even put, like, a little skin face mask on the kids just because they'd be like, Mommy, what's on your face? And I'm like, you know... Alani loves for me to paint her nails. A good I'm like, I'm skincare routine is I'm important. I'm going to get you together, girl. I'm going to get you That's together. why black doesn't crack. We take care trying of our to tell skin. You. Okay? I'm trying to tell you. All right. So, birthday party or birthday trip? For me, it would have to be birthday trip because my birthday is the day after Christmas and oh. everybody, I try to have a birthday party and it never works out. Like in high school, I was getting ready to rent out a hotel room. This is when hotel parties were popping. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to rent out a room at everything and then they were calling for snow, so I had to cancel it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like everybody in the school was getting ready to come. So this is really weird, Right. I don't have kids yet, but I always think to myself, like, there are some months that I just don't want them to be born because I think of, like, weather. Yeah. And I think of, all right, well, if they have a July or June birthday, and maybe, you know, it's easier when you're in the classroom during the school year to hand out stuff, but I don't want to have to be reaching out to kids' parents to be sending out stuff. That's kind of stupid. And then people have, like, you know, family vacations. And then one of my friends, God bless her, her birthday is the day after, you know, Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I love the winter, but I'm like, bitch, what if there's a thunderstorm, you know? You have to kind of play everything by ear. And then for you, you're right after a holiday, Mm -hmm. a major holiday. People are gone. They're traveling. The weather is bad. And people have spent all their money on gifts. Exactly. So I make sure... Everybody always asks me, do I get duped for my birthday? I do not get duped because I don't play that shit. But then you also, that's always been your birthday, so I mean. Yeah, I've made it very clear to specifically my husband because I'm like, okay, we're married now. So I expect a gift for for Christmas and a gift for my birthday. Like, I'm not playing these games. So I would buy like two gifts and you get one this day and one that day. Which is fine, but I always get like multiple things. That's cute. I better. Well, I just pray that my kid has a birthday or they're born in an appropriate month. I know God has his plan. And I pray that they're not born in the month of April because I already shared my birthday month with my now husband. And I just, well, why can't y'all have a, 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 turn, up, a turn up together? Just stop. I'm just saying. Just stop. What's wrong with that? No. He's an Aries. I'm a Taurus. No one in my family is born in April. And I have, it's been like that all my life. None of my friends are born in April, and I don't want to feel like I have to share it with a person. And I think the worst thing that could possibly happen is if they were born on my birthday. Yeah. Then I would really just been like, 
I'd be there like kegeling it up like you better stay in there. I'm serious. Don't make that face. Yeah. So I'm she get married one little time and then change <laughs> your life. Whatever. But I agree with you. I'm for the birthday trip. Yes, we're getting ready to do a, a end of the year trip, but I normally call it my birthday trip because it's always like the week before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm down for a birthday trip like all day long. I want the memories of a trip, yes. going somewhere, having that that intimate moment with whoever I'm with as far yeah. as like um, an excursion, different things yeah. like that versus me pop, pop, popping my butt. <laughs> I, but I agree because I feel like the older that I get, I don't want something that I'm going to forget. And right. I stopped doing it. Me and Colin have been doing it for a while now. But I always tell people, like, I'd rather give you a memory mm-hmm. than something that I'm going to get you. And then maybe a year from now, you're going to forget that I got it for you. Exactly. Like, I want to be like, oh, remember that birthday when we went to here and we did X, Y, and Z and yada, yada, yada. I prefer that over a gift. And I never really want anything. So. Oh, no. I want something. Oh, I want Money. Money. No. I feel bad for my husband because his mother's birthday is the 5th of December. Mm. Christmas, of course. My birthday. Then his sister's birthday is two days after my birthday. Tell him He's just all around broken. I keep telling him. I said, well, all that really matters is me. <laughs> so, I mean, you can give your mother like $50, give your sister like $50, and then call it a day. He be out here trying to give them hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I'm but like, see- that's why you be broke. I get it, but although like Mother's Day is not that that close to my birthday, I just kind of feel like ugh, now I have to save a little something so mm-hmm. that you know I can get a Mother's Day gift. Ooh, no shade to my mom at all. I mean, but the I rather way you said but no, that. but like I always have it like that we do something so that I can like kind of enjoy the perk of like whatever we're doing. Right. But nonetheless, are you caught up on power? I am. Okay. Why? Tell me why Tommy showed the fuck up at the wedding. I mean, at the wedding, at the at the funeral. funeral. What the fuck? He did that to make a point because he's paying for extra protection. Oh, okay. So we posted, we did an episode last week and we didn't disclose uh, spoilers. So I'm going to do it now. This is a spoiler alert. Listen here, the episode on drop. Okay, that's your business. Okay, that is your business. This is a spoiler alert. But, um... Yeah, he popped up and he was just like, yeah, I'm here because I'm paying for extra protection. What I predict is going to happen, they're going to come together, Ghost and Tommy, to kill the uh, distributor because he is now taking money from both of them. I didn't peep that. Which... So remember, right in the beginning, after he sprayed the car or whatever, they take the car away, then he's talking to the distributor, Tommy's distributor, and he's like... That could have hurt my business, blah, 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 blah. And then Ghost was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And then he was like, okay, well, now, in order for me not to kill you, you have to pay me $100,000 every, I think it was like every month, for me not to retaliate against you. Then turned around and now has Tommy paying him money for um, extra protection. Mm. So he's getting them both ways. He's getting money from both of them. Okay. So I predict that they're going to come together to kill him, and then I, they might fuck around and kill each other. But if you notice in this episode, Tariq is now at, at school, you know, selling the pills or whatever, right. and then he runs into the girl. There are the they're new Tasha, Tom, mm-hmm. Tommy, yeah. and Ghost. That's what that is. But, okay, I still think that Tasha is going to fuck around and get herself killed. 
And I think it's going to be on the hands of Keisha. Keisha. Yeah, she's been... She's doing too much. Yeah, she's doing too much. And then her son all of a sudden is like 15, 16. Right. Like, where did he come from? Like, I was fine with him playing in his room. Right. Like, why is he there? I want the waffles, mom. Yeah. Cash, go to your room. Cash, go to your... She was like, bye, Tasha. I said what I said. Right. But what did she say? I don't even recall. Well, I guess she told her to stay away. I need Keisha just to disappear again. Like, she was fine, but she was disappeared. I feel like maybe now because it's the last season, they're trying to loop everyone together. Mm-hmm. However, I love Lala, but Lala can't act. So when she comes on the TV screen, I'm like, oh, my skin is crawling. If you could just not say anything. But now she wants to be this old down-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. You went from running your hair salon and being, you know, on the up and come up and doing things the right way to now, all of a sudden, you want to be this gutta gutta bitch. I mean... Her man is gutter gutter, so she's trying to get co- him. She but fan. she's too scary for things yeah. like that. I I agree. She's too scary. No, mm-mm. but I definitely think Tasha's gonna go down. Tasha's going to jail or something like that. I think. I like how the girl had said, "There's only a few of us here, and you're gonna be the one to ruin it for all of us." But do you think the white boy that is working with Tariq? Is going to snitch? I think he's too goofy. He's going to fuck around and get caught. Hmm. And then he he's going to be put in a predicament where he has to write Tariq out. That way he can stay in school. Okay. You know, I see the girl more so being the one to write him out. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, think I feel like she has a lot to lose. I think she has a lot to lose. I don't know. And then with Proctor... And his ex-wife and the lady putting the thing on the little oh girl's book God. bag. But I don't think the little girl's done, though. I feel like the little girl has probably seen and heard some things that she just I don't understand about. why they didn't just grant him for her to stay away. Or, like, visitation. Wait, can visitation. we just talk about... And we had to, like, rewind this, me and Kunle. When the little girl was supposed to cry, and she was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, sis. Like, you couldn't. It, it wasn't for you. It wasn't. That she part cried. Wasn't she did. Too damn hard. She was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, what is happening here? Right. No. No, 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 no. Okay, so what's happening next week? I think it's supposed to be that Keisha is now going to the meetings with Tommy. But you know what? No. I think so because Tommy is always too messy with his stuff. Because remember how Tommy was letting Holly into stuff? And yeah. And Holly was always fucking slipping up? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm. Oh, well. Did you watch the family, Chantal? <laughs> I did. And I agree with Chantel when they met up in the park. The, the benches or whatever, and they're uh-huh. sitting down. And see, he I didn't, didn't see interpret. That one. He didn't interpret exactly what the mom said. He said something about a wig, and she never said that. So then, that's how it kind of escalated. And I think any time that they all sit down, they should just have an interpreter. Not Pedro and not Chantel. Because Pedro can barely understand what the fuck Chantel is saying. Yeah. And vice versa. I definitely think at this point, it's a bit ridiculous. It is. But I also felt like the parents had no business coming down. They're like, this is a situation where Pedro's grandmother was sick. I, I agree. And I get them wanting to be protective of her. However, maybe it's just making for good TV, but I definitely feel like this is a situation where his grandmother is sick. She is asking for him specifically. At this particular point in time, you have to put all the bullshit aside. But we'll see because next week there's supposed to be actually 
arriving to Abuela's house. Yeah. So, we'll see. Oh, and then she sits across that table from that girl, Karoma. Yes, I want to see that I part. I her ass. I want to see that part because I ain't wearing no heels that day. I ain't going to wear nothing cute. I'm going to put my hair up in, a, in some braids or a ponytail. And I'm going to throw my water. And then we're going to throw these fists. And that's it. I hope. I hope. I just hope. I doubt it. When I watched the preview, like the little clip that they showed, they, they were just throwing water at each other. And that was it. Over it. But we'll see what happens. We'll see if that girl Karoma or whatever it is about that life. I think her name is Karima, but it's okay. Karima? Whatever. We'll go with that. But anyway. She's a homewrecker. She is. I agree. Okay. Speaking of homes, somebody has a happy home and she is married. Yes, finally. Thank God. Okay, so Alex is very, you have to be on time, that type of person. So let's talk about what happened before the wedding started. And then I'll tell you my point of view of why I took off my heels. (laughs) Okay, so first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people. Um... My makeup artist, Kimiko, uh, you can find her on Instagram at Confident Coco. Thank you so much. We all looked amazing. And thank you for your patience because I definitely started crying like when I was looking at my mom get her makeup done because she looked so pretty. And then to um, our hairstylist, Brittany, and her sister, Sierra, they, or I'm sorry, Christina, my apologies. They did so, so, so good. Everybody slayed. My wig did not come off. Thank God. Everybody's ponytails were good. We did great. And then also to our DJ, um, I've known him actually since college, and I've also known the makeup artist Kimiko since college, um, DJ Dre. And it was literally to the point as the night went on that the photographer had to tell the wedding coordinator, close the door, and you need to have someone watching that door, because the other wedding party, they kept coming into our wedding. And they were saying that the music was better. So like, for a good amount of time, they had to keep kicking people out as the party went on. So shout out to you, Dre. I appreciate him being professional, um, always answering my messages. And although when it was time for me to walk out, mm-hmm. so they have the doors closed and I can't see anybody because the rest of the wedding party is processing out. However, I was able to see one of the groomsmen. And me and my mom are down there and we're with the photographer and, mom and the wedding planner. I was just like, mommy, like, please don't say anything to me. Like, I'm about to start crying. Don't say a word to me. Like, I feel it. And then I was just, and then I heard their music playing and they were walking out and I'm like, oh my God, he's about to play the song I asked him to play. Tell him to cut it off. Cut the song off. I don't want to hear it. Then the music started and my mom grabbed me. She says, oh, it's time to go. (laughs) So I came out and then like, I was just focusing like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I don't cry. And then the woman, like the way it was turned, we didn't have like a runner or anything. Mm -hmm. So we kind of had, and I'm just like, where do I walk? Where do I walk? And the woman is kind of like trying to motion behind me, like go over here. And then when I saw Kunle, I didn't think that he was going to cry. And he was. And the entire time I just kept saying, he looks so nice. He's crying. He's crying. Oh my goodness. He looks so nice. And then in that moment, like I stopped thinking about everybody else. I stopped worrying about everybody else. But you can bring back to the late part because <clears throat> okay, Chick-fil-A is all I'm going to say with these ladies. First of all, okay, <laughs> I was specifically told to be there before 5.55 because the doors closed and the wedding is starting at 6. That's right. Okay, I show up on on time early. We get there at 5, 5, 
maybe like 515. And then we stopping and we looking around like, okay, where are we at? Because it, it's literally like a pier and then the water. Right. And I'm like, where the fuck do we go? There is no sign that says continue And it's a small the- sign when you do see the sign. Right. And so, okay, we get there. We get out the car. We walk up. Oh, they're not ready for you yet. What? She told me to be here before 5.55. The sign said seating okay. from 5.30 to 5.55. But it okay. didn't even matter because it was past that time. I so we're standing you, there and you know, I'm, you know, got my little heels on or whatever. I don't got no kitten heels on. I okay. got real heels. Okay? okay. My just fab heels did okay. not come to play. Okay. Okay. I'm standing out there, minding my business, you know, waiting 6.15. What's going on? After that long, we were out there, and I was so mad. I was talking to um somebody that I was with, and I was like, I know Alex is first of all upset. Oh yes, hot and pissed because I am hot. My feet hurt, and I am pissed because she told me to be here at five fifty five. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Now my question to you is, how do doors gonna close when the wedding is outside? Don't do that, friend. I'm just asking. Don't do that, friend. I'm just Well, saying. no. So what it is is supposed to be is that there's more than one wedding going on. So, quote unquote, for them, to eliminate seeing the other weddings going on, we can only have people coming out from our way from a certain time. So our guests have to be seated at a certain time to eliminate the traffic because you guys couldn't see it, but where we were before it was time to come out, mm-hmm. there's like a shared corridor there's a shared corridor. So if we were not seated in that time, you would have seen the other wedding. You could have seen the other wedding. But what happened was, so a little bit before we were finished like with our hair and things like that, the makeup artist was like, I'll do your lips last because it takes a little time. You don't want that to kick up or whatever. So I had to finish getting my hair done. And the ladies, my girls were like, I'm starving. We have to eat something. Mind you, we got free breakfast. And you were able to go ahead and to bring, pack up food. My sister was thinking, she had her thinking cap on. And she decided to put some food away. Okay. And she brought it upstairs with her for later on. The rest of the bridesmaids, I don't know what happened, but that's okay. I was a little hungry too, but I was just like, I'm not trying to be any more swole or puffed up because we had seafood the night before, which I probably shouldn't have done because my face was puffy, but whatever. So now I'm freaking out. I'm like, they need to be here. And I specifically said to him, I said, pack up all your stuff, put your dresses in the car so that when I'm done, we can just go. Did that happen? So I finish my hair, I grab my stuff, I grab my mom, I'm like, come on, let's get our stuff, let's go upstairs, let's go. We get in the car, everybody's running around and getting into different cars. It's my mom, my sister, and my niece were in the car. She's the flower girl. I get a phone call from one of my bridesmaids, and she's like, hey, did you leave yet? I'm at the Bay Bridge, we forgot so-and-so's shoes, the flower girl's shoes. I said, no. Mind you, I still had to check into the hotel. And the hotel was going to bring us to a shuttle over to the venue. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no. So she runs back, whatever it is. We get almost to the Bay Bridge. No, we get off the Bay Bridge. My sister goes, um, Alex, I don't forgot my shoes. I said, what? What? Mind you, this whole time, I'm in the car and I'm cussing. I'm like, we're going to be late. because they oh, wanted she would have Chick- been barefooted. I was like, because they wanted to get Chick-fil-A and who we are. And I, speci- and I said to her, I said, didn't I specifically tell you? I specifically said, have your bag packed, ready to go. And I said, double check, make sure you have everything. And you don't have everything. So now I'm in the car. My mom is just in the side like, it's okay. I'm like, it is not okay. We are going to be late. 
So we go ahead, we pull up there. I call the hotel. I'm like, please have the shuttle ready. I'm going to be there. So I cut everybody in line. And I was running in there. I had my dress. I ran up there. And I was just, excuse me. I need to check in. I am late right now. So we had to hop on. Then the man had the nerve to question me. Um, excuse me. I said, I am the bride at a wedding over there. I need to go. So he had to look on the list and verify me. As soon as we hopped off, the shuttle didn't even fully stop, I don't think. I darted off that thing. because, And then my makeup artist is calling, and she was nice enough to go ahead and meet us over at the venue so that we can finish up. She had been there an hour, and she was circling around. She's trying to FaceTime me. I'm holding stuff in my hand, and I'm like, I don't know where you are. So I keep trying. I'm like telling the bridesmaids, call her, call her, call her. Like, I don't know. I, I can't do this right now. So we finally got her there. I sprint off the thing, and I'm running upstairs. And the lady's like, oh, how are you excited? I was like, we're late because they wanted to get Chick-fil-A. We are late. We are late. I am pissed. So I'm going up in there like, I wasn't even paying attention. So we get up there, whatever it is, and like I'm doing my counts. And I had a card for Kunle. And the card was just like a, a pre-vows pre, uh, card just to get him excited or whatever it is. So people are coming in there. I'm counting. I'm like, ladies, we have 20 minutes. It's this time. I'm like, where's Kunle? I was just like, oh, my gosh, let me see him. Because there's like from where we were, we could like peek out the window to see him. Mm-hmm. So he was late. I didn't know this. And his brother. Listen, I didn't know this. So the <laughs> bridesmaid said to me, she was, I said, well, who's going to go downstairs and bring Kunle his car? I was like, come on, ladies. We got 15 minutes. I have to take our road pictures. Then after that, oh, and shout out to our photographer, Daryl Todd, and also my father, Douglas Stout, PB Studios. <clears throat> I do. So we're over there. I'm like, we have to take our road pictures. And then I should have dawned on me at this moment because my bridesmaid was like, my maid of honor was like, so-and-so says they're six minutes away. And I'm like, what do you mean they're six minutes away? They should be here. And then one of us is like, oh, she means like six minutes done from their pictures. I'm like, oh, okay. So then the wedding coordinator comes in. She goes, hey, Alex. She says, um, there's a little bit of traffic, so we're just going to start. And I'm like, what? We have to be down there now. It starts at this time. She's like, it's a little bit of traffic. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay. So then I calm down. So then over there, it's time she comes up there. And I'm like, I don't even have my dress on. And shout out to my bridesmaid, Janine, because I'm yelling. I'm doing whatever it is. And the whole time, I'm not even realizing that she's getting me dressed. And she's like, you can just, you don't have to yell. I was like, I'm not yelling. I... <sighs> I have to go my clothes. She said, I'm getting you dressed, Alex. It's okay. I'm like, it's not okay. Where is my necklace? Who has my necklace? And then she's putting the necklace on me the whole time. So I love you so much because I was about to lose my mind. <laughs> so then we get down there and they're like a ton of other. And I'm like, is, is everybody ready? Is everybody ready? <laughs> Are you ready? And then my mom is talking to me and I'm like, please, I don't need a sentimental moment right now. I'm about to start crying. And then we got down there and I just said to her, I was just like, I feel like I'm about to shit on myself. Like, <sighs> Tell him, don't play the music. Please. Please. And then the move, music starts. The door opened. And she grabbed my arm. And it was that. And we were late. And then they told me after the fact that Kunle's brother, hey, Deji, forgot his suit. And one of our wedding guests was able to run back to Greenbelt or something like that and was able to go get the, the suit for him. So I thank God for her. But the thing is, is that the wedding coordinator was going to come up and tell me the groom was late. But one of my bridesmaids stepped in and said, you better not tell her that because she is going to lose her mind. And I will say, I kept it together until that very last moment when I realized time was ticking and these hoes wanted to get Chick-fil-A. And I enjoyed my two fries that I ate, but nonetheless. So what time did the ceremony actually start? Sis, I don't even know. I don't even know either. I don't know. They took my phone was gone at that point. Good. 
Because I would have lost my mind. Oh, I know you did. I was losing my mind. I was upstairs. looking at the pictures of the, I guess you, you guys in your robes or whatever, and I saw your face. You were on the phone with somebody, and I was like, she looked like she is cussing every soul out in that room. And I wasn't even cussing anyone out specific. I was just yelling like to myself, and then like my aunt called, asking for like how to get onto the site because it's like the pier and things mm-hmm. that you mentioned. So then my mom is just like, here. She gives me the phone. I'm like, why are people calling my phone? What? And I realized, like, Alex, you're holding your mother's phone. And I'm like, I, I can't deal with this. So I'm going to take the phone. Please, please. I have to get dressed. I don't have my Spanx on yet. And then with the dress, I wanted to not wear the corset, but the, it was, the corset was super thick. Mm-hmm. And then the dress itself had boning in it. So I was uncomfortable the entire time. And then if I had taken the corset off, the dress would have been too big. So I was hot. I was bothered. But as the wedding went on, it was all good. My husband came out of his shirt. I was a bit confused as to why that happened. Maybe he got hot. I don't know. I told everybody, I said, the moment you see him start coming out of his tie, it's time to cut his drinks. It's time. And I literally saw him for a second. I said, where's your tie? He was like, I don't know. He's dancing. He was just like, I think so-and-so has it. I'm like, okay. And then I turn around, we're dancing, and I look behind me, and Kumail's coming out of his clothes. So... My little cousin had the time of his life. He was raised in the air. Um, my cousin decided, I don't know, he had on a suit one minute. The next thing I know, he was in the corner with his fishnet shirt on dancing, battling somebody. I don't really know. But everybody had a great time. We didn't get to do our bouquet toss. Nothing. Nothing. But that's a whole other story. I'm surprised you guys even had a time to even do your first dance because... I was expecting everybody to come in, like the bridal party, and then you. Girl, was a shit show in the back. Everybody, you know, breaks off to their own, and you guys do your first dance. Girl. But that brings into our wedding coordinator, and that's a whole other story. Don't even get me started on that. Because she should get a little nasty. Did she have blue and white? She was wearing yellow. Yellow. Yes, you don't know because she kept disappearing. So everything that was supposed to go, like the flow of things that were supposed to happen, they didn't happen. My cousin was wearing the blue, and she was trying to help out. Okay, because I thought she was the wedding coordinator. No, no, no. She was trying to help out. But the person who was supposed to do it, she will remain nameless, was wearing the yellow. Things didn't go accordingly because we could not find her. in yellow. Well, exactly. no, I did. I saw three people, but they were, I'm assuming, your cousins. But then I didn't see, was she a white woman? She was a what? Never seen her. She was white. Never and seen her. Girl, it was just crazy. But even when it was time for us, like, in the back, like, we were all yelling and screaming and, like, but, like, in good fun, mm-hmm. right? Um, But it was just a mess. And then finally, and then they had to close the door. Everybody be quiet. Shh, shh. You guys have to shush. The wedding party, the wedding, the guests can hear you. The guests can hear you. But we're in back there and, like, I don't even know what I was, I don't even know what I was saying. But I was just, like, pussy popping. And then somebody was just, they were all, like, Alex. I was, like, sorry, sorry. I was just. <laughs> I, was just trying to, I was just saying. All right, guys. But I had a great time. My feet hurt so bad afterwards. I bet. What shoes did you have on? Girl, I was wearing flats, but I was slipping in my dress. Mm. The shoes, and like, you know, you have like that mesh material underneath. Mm-hmm. I kept slipping on it. But. You probably should have worn tennis shoes. Yeah. But all in all, I had a ball. I was confused. The next day, I was just like, was I stomping up and down? Like, what happened? I don't know why my body felt the way that it did afterwards, but... I mean, you was twerking. You you were doing a lot, ma'am. I mean... A whole lot. I'm just saying. But I get it. It was your wedding day. You look But I'm sad you so left before amazing. everything got, like... Yeah. From I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad. 
I had to leave because of the, you know, the kids. My dad right. was watching the kids and they were a little too much for him. When I got home, my daughter was up, even though she was asleep. He had sent me pictures saying that they were asleep. And then all of a sudden she was looking for me. She was screaming to the top of her lungs. Like she's never seen her grandfather before. Mm-hmm. Like she lost her goddamn mind, but it's okay. Um, the time that I was there, I had an amazing time. You Thank looked you. so beautiful. Thank you. You guys look so in love. And the fact that he cried. I was not expecting that. Because I didn't have, like, I didn't have a traditional wedding. Like, right. We got married in the church. If there was one thing I could redo about marrying my husband, I would do, like, an all-out wedding. Mm-hmm. But, um... Just to have him cry, I was girl. I was out here. I was like, oh. really? I was like, oh, how long before were they Don't standing? You dare, this ain't even your fucking wedding. How long before was he standing up there, like tearing up? He started tearing up when he saw you, and then when I saw you coming down and I saw your face, I was like, "Don't you cry!" I girl, hope did you hear me. I was telling myself like. <gasps> <laughs> I was literally yelling at you, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I don't even know if you heard me. I have to me. see a video. I want to see a video of like his reaction. That's really? what I want to see. I mean, you were standing in front of him the whole entire time. But I'm standing like, like, walking from, like when down. I came out because I didn't look up at him mm-hmm. until like I actually hit the row of people. Okay. Because you were like, it looks so pretty. Oh my God. Do you recall even saying that? I remember saying he looks so nice N- and everyone you know. looks so pretty. Okay, I heard the so pretty. You probably did say he looks so nice, but all I heard you say, it looks so nice. And I was like, don't you cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we were out there saying our vows, I didn't he expect cried then. Yeah, I didn't expect him to I didn't expect him to have any vows, you know? Really? I didn't expect him to because he was just like, I just say it. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect you I didn't expect you guys to exchange vows because it sounded like you guys were doing your own. Like scripted vows that you yeah. know that normally come but i said i wanted to say something to him and i had wrote it down and i had got him a card before mm-hmm. so i heard that little birdie told me that he was crying when he read that and i was just like good and then but him and i were talking to each other during the vows and the, our officiant and shout out to miss yvette dade she is amazing she did our premarital counseling i highly 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 recommend her um and she was our officiant but she was just like y'all are some fools and i kept saying i was like you you look so good you can get it. You look good. And she's like, stop it. Stop. I'm going to need y'all to focus. And she's motioning with her hands. But whatever. I had a great time. I bet you you did. You look so amazing. Your mom looked good. Thank you. Kunle looked all put together in a suit. I was like, you better come through, Mr. Muscles. <laughs> Mr. Swole. Like he's about to pop out of that damn suit. Oh my goodness. Okay, and then his the speech. Okay. Oh Let's god. Talk about these oh my god. First okay. of all, can I just say I love your friends and his <sighs> friends too. It's so cute. Um 900 speeches though. And see, it wasn't supposed to be that because again, it was initially I kept asking him, I'm like, "Are your groomsmen are any of your groomsmen going to do speeches?" He's just like, "I don't know, just leave me alone." I don't know. I'm like, "Okay." So I knew my two girls were going to. Then here comes my grandma, she gets up. I'm like, I swear it was like a competition. Grandma was speaking up, and then I'm like, Grandma, like you don't have to make it okay. Like on that time, she says, No, I'm going to speak. And then my mom gets, I'm like, Oh my god, okay. And then Grandma, Hello, my name is the blink blink, and I'm like, Okay, Grandma, like you can just, <laughs> Grandma. And then his brother Wayne Kuma got emotional mm-hmm. for that, and that was really sweet. And then one of his groomsmen, who shall remain anonymous, he was drunk and shit. I don't know when he started to drink. Girl. I'm, I'm suspecting that morning. Girl, that open that bar nigga, will get you. Okay. But let me tell you something. He's drunk. so quiet. 
He never, ever, he rarely ever speaks. Like, I've known him since college, and I can maybe count on my hands of times of conversation that we've had. And I can't, like, if my eyes were closed and I was turning around and he was speaking, I wouldn't know it was him. That's how quiet he is. He wasn't quiet. But it's so funny because he kept saying to them when people are going up there, he was just, I'm going to speak. And they were like, nah, man, nah, man. He said, he said don't tell me this, not. Nah. He said, I'm going to speak. I got something to say. I heard him. And he then they let him get eyes. It's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, sit down. Sit down, please. Your sister's speech was so cute. Like, I wasn't it almost, expecting that. It almost brought me to tears. I wasn't expecting that. Then here come my brother. And I was just like, all right, we're done. And he said, hey, 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 I got something to say. Right, I'm right. like, boy. I was like, wait a minute. Boy. But shout out to my brother because he turned back around and got my sister's shoes last minute. And the stupid bird at the hotel was giving me a hard time. I'm like, it's in my name. I'm giving you permission and all this other stuff. But that's what happens when I told everyone specifically, make sure you have all your stuff together. But that's okay. It's over now. It is. Okay, Brazilla. It is. It is. It is. But that food, them hors d'oeuvres that was served. Girl, we didn't even get any. Uh, the crab cake was so good. But you know, I'm not a fan of macaroni and cheese. So they mm-hmm. had macaroni and cheese with, with bacon and lo- no, pass. Mm, but you like the crab balls? Mm, yes, girl. Them crab cake balls was hitting. And it had like a little edible flower on top. I was like... Come through class, okay? We I mean, want to water. Know. We want to water or I whatever. I mean, you know. You know. But I'm glad you came, Rache. I'm glad you had a good time. I did. I'm glad it's over. I had a great time. I'm still confused why my husband was out of his shirt. Don't understand that. And then his groomsman had his shirt on his head at the end of the night. It was tied around his head like a turban. I mean, if you still have some cake left from your wedding, I mean. Girl, we didn't even get take cake home. I didn't try not one lick of cake. That's what yeah. I said we have to have a conversation offline about. Oh, girl. Because nothing went as planned. I bet. But, moving on. The kitties are back to school. Hallelujah. Okay, let's talk about this. If you are a parent of children that are in between the ages of three and, I want to say, five... Okay, shout out to you because you don't have to pay daycare no more. Okay, because that's what the fuck I'm feeling right now. I don't have to. Well, I didn't pay daycare. Joshua did, but we don't have to pay daycare Amen. anymore. Okay, they point. are in school. Okay, and then they have aftercare right after. Take a moment. Take a moment. I mean, it's just take a, a moment for your pockets. Let's take a moment for his pockets because now I can finally get them lace wigs I've been asking for. I've been hitting for some lace wigs from him. And I feel like I could finally get him. So since we don't have to pay a daycare no more, I'm just saying. <laughs> they look so cute. I oh, love seeing the first day of school pictures. But I also saw that people were posting, like, the beginning of the day, before and after school. Mm-hmm. They look so fucking funny. It was hilarious. Kids look like they're going to battle. Oh These God. kindergarten pictures, I was hollering. Girl, this one lady posted a picture of her daughter. She had, like, straight hair. And then all of a sudden, she came and got picked her up. Her hair was, like, literally yeah. all over her head. I was like, first of all, it's too goddamn high. I would not be blowing up nobody's or pressing nobody's hair. The only time I'm going to press your hair or do anything like that is if it's in the wintertime. Because then I know it's cooler. Right. And, and, you know, it's but not going to sweat it out like that. even then, they're little. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Kids are. Kindergarten is always so funny to me. And my goddaughter is going to kindergarten. Hey, boo. She was my, one of my flower girls. And little kids, like, they are just off the chain. Just off the chain. 
Like, I don't understand. So I can only imagine them at school. They're excited. They have recess. They're doing mm-hmm. this. And with no care in the world. They don't care how long it took you to pick out their outfit and get them ready in the morning. They look like they've been through war when they come back home. First of all, I love the fact that my kids are so tired when they come home. Mm. Alani, when she gets home, she's like, well, when she gets in the car, first of all, she requests a bottle of water. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's parched. Here's, here's your water, sis. She's parched. Then she come home. She eat her dinner. Yes. Okay. She don't burn up all her energy. Burnt, uh, burnt it up. Okay. <laughs> she get in the bed, mommy, and then she start talking to me. All of a sudden, she sleep. Don't you love Praise it? the Lord. Okay. I am so happy that they are in school. You know what in school means? Fall. And fall means my candles. Candles mean my movies. When the kids have Halloween stuff at school, are you gonna take their candy? Cause I would. So. <sighs> I'm very particular about candy and things like that with my kids. I'd be like, let mommy check it, and then... Yeah, I mean, I check it. First of all, they do book a ween at, at school, so you have to be the book character, and you have to bring the book to school. So okay. say, like, you're, you're Franklin. You remember Franklin? Yeah. You're dressed like a turtle or whatever. You, turtle. Yeah. Turtle. I do. Shut up. So you, it's book a ween. They don't get candy at school, so I let them go trick-or-treating. And when we go trick-or-treating, you know, I look through the candy or whatever, and then I give them... um two or three pieces of candy a day i don't want them to overeat get cavities and different things like that so i want to monitor their candy and the candy intake i would be eating their candy i would be fucking it up i do all chocolate pieces everybody know it's mine i'd be fucking the shit out their candy and they'd be like mommy where's my candy oh Mm. i don't know you had you had like 40 pieces yesterday because you know they don't know i can't count you okay but wait till they start counting. You just wait. They'll be all right. Just wait. They will be all right. Well, I pray that the kids all have a, a safe school year. I saw this picture of one elementary school and they everyone in the school was holding hands surrounding the school and they were saying a prayer. And I think it's sad that, you know, like as, as great and exciting as it is, and I'm glad they're back to school. Um, however, the traffic has picked up, which I'm not yes. happy about, but I'm whatever. Happy and I hate that the kids take so long to get on and off the freaking bus. So I have to wait even longer, which pisses me off, but it is what it is. Get on there safely and get off safely. But um, ser- seriously, though, I do pray that they have a safe school year. Um, yeah, and good luck to them. And I know y'all parents are happy. And you guys, shout out to the teachers yeah. that have to deal with your badass kids mm-hmm. every day. Um, and I want to stress enough that your teachers are not your kids' parents. So you guys need to parent at home, okay, mm-hmm. so that your children's teachers don't have to. And um, I say that, you know, my best friend, she's a teacher to middle schoolers. God bless her. I don't know how she does it, math. And then um, my other best friend, whose daughter was also in the wedding, she is an elementary school counselor, so shout out to her. Okay, counselor. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just a tireless job. And my best friend is always saying, like, you know, I go home and then I still have work to do. Teachers are by no means paid enough. No, not at all. And you go home and then you're still doing work. Yeah. So definitely, even if it's something as, like, I feel like when I have kids, I want to be that mom that, like, here's a gift card, here's a couple of bucks. Like, my mom always made sure that when I was younger, she bought extra supplies mm-hmm. for my teacher. Right. Just in case. So... They deserve it. They appreciate it. Y'all ain't paying for daycare no more, so y'all could slip your teacher a little something-something, little gift card for dealing with your badass kids. There is one thing that I found really funny because I brought it up to my kids' aunts. So, um, the 
the school, the teacher is saying the kids have to rotate bringing snacks. Okay. I've never done that because my kid, I don't, I didn't have to do it last year because my son was in like a different class. Right. You no, know, he has autism, so he's in a different class. Right. So Alani is in, you know, the regular pre-K three, and now they're requesting, you know, um, on this specific week, can you provide nope. five snacks? No, not five snacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Nut free snacks for five days for thirteen children. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Mom? I can barely afford food for my two kids, myself and my husband. So what makes you think Hello? I'm gonna come in here with five different snacks for thirteen? And what about kids, yeah, and what about for the parents who legit can't afford it? And exactly. sometimes school is the only place that kids eat. Sometimes, a lot of the times, those are where they get their balanced breakfast, they get their lunch, and they're dependent on, yeah. you know, getting those type of resources. Exactly. So for you, like, I felt like it should have been like a parent-teacher conference type of thing. Be like, hey, you know, I, you know, I know a lot of people can't afford everything. Um, do you think you'll be able to pitch in and help the class out? Like, but granted, that just speaks to our shitty school system and the yeah. fact that. The fact that teachers are having to come out of pocket yeah, to that's what I was getting ready to, to say. purchase supplies mm-hmm. and whatever it is, and I remember like my teachers elementary school providing snacks for kids who didn't have it. You know what I mean? Like right. the fact that that's the case, I think that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I think all this talk about I don't even want to go there. I don't want to get anybody people sensitive about things, but this is a real issue and. These are our leaders of tomorrow. Like, these kids are our tomorrow, and you need to set them up. And I think it's sad that, like, this is even a topic. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's even something to be discussed. Right. And I just I just hope the shit gets better. We spent our money on a lot of stupid shit, but why not put our taxes to that, to the schools? Right. Why How not? about that? Or that pothole that I've been driving up with for the last three years. That too. But I'm just saying. But anyway, like definitely shout out to the teachers. You guys are underpaid and underappreciated because my grandmother was a teacher for, I want to say, 40 plus years. Ooh, bless her. Yeah, yeah, she was a teacher. So was my great aunt, which is her sister. She was a teacher as well for 40 plus years. So shout out to all of the teachers out there. You guys are making a really big difference. We appreciate you here on the podcast. And y'all don't be an asshole <coughs> to your teachers because you know you have some badass kids. Okay? Yeah. And that's not annoying me more than I worked in high school and parents would try to come up in there and be like, oh, well, my kid this. Discipline your kids at home before the law has to or before somebody else has to. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. You better preach. You You got time to post on social media and you better have time to go ahead and correct your kid's homework. It don't make no sense that your child is in the fifth or sixth grade and they are on a second and third grade reading level. It doesn't make any sense. Parents, that is your job. You cannot go ahead and put that all on the teacher. You cannot. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot. And then get upset when your child cannot read or write or comprehend, but then your child is still allowed to have these video games that they want and this new iPad and things like that. That don't make no sense to me. I'm not a parent yet, so I'm going to just shut up on that. But that's just how I feel after working in the school that I worked at. And I'd be surprised. Your ass can't read, but you got an iPod, the latest sneakers, the latest clothes, and a stack of money all the time. Hmm. <laughs> I agree. However, I do think... We need to pay more attention to the kids that are struggling and mm-hmm. try to determine why they are struggling. Yeah. I haven't been very vocal about it, but I have a learning disability. I have dyslexia, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know anything about it until maybe sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? Right. 
Right. Like I was on, I don't know what grade level I was on as far as reading, but I know when my ass graduated high school, I was in AP honors English and I was like, bitch, how the fuck? How? 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 And I think that, and, and that's a good point too. And I think that also goes into consideration of as parents, like it's important to have a relationship, I think. With your child's teacher, you yeah. know, your child is there however long ago. And I think a lot of times, and like my friend will say, she said, you know, we had these parent teacher conferences and the parents don't show up, mm-hmm. but your kid is behind and then you're upset about it. Like, no, like, you know, you need to show up so that we can go ahead and we can catch those things early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that they're not lagging behind and so that they can go ahead and they can get the assistance that they need so that they can go ahead and they're able to comprehend their work. And that's why I think it's a big part of it. It's a, it's a, it's a. It's a team effort. It's not just your teacher is not your child's parent. You have to be that parent, but you also have to be in support of your child's parent. It's so important. And I think the two of them go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And again, just from like what I've seen in my experience is just that, you know, the parents, like when there's a parent teacher conference, you need to go. So shout out to the parents that go. Shout out to the parents. Shout out to me. I'm saying, I'm serious. Like shout out to the parents that inquire about their kids. Like if you notice like, hey, my kid is not maybe where I feel that he needs to be or whatever the case is, you can't just leave that on to the teacher. No, like, you need to advocate for your child. Right. Because with this no child left behind madness or whatever it is, these kids are being sweeped up, mm-hmm. right? And they get to a certain point, and then when it comes time for these testing things, they don't know shit. I agree. I agree about that, too. But then you have to keep in mind that sometimes... Well, first of all, let me go back to my first original thought. Um, these teachers... It's one teacher to about maybe 25 students. Yep. Hell yes. And then how can we identify your specific child's needs Mm -hmm. if I have to focus on 24 other students? Yep. So I think the teachers need to have additional support in in all of the classes. Because in my daughter's class right now, it's 13 three-year-olds to two. To now, I just found out it's two teachers. They're too fucking busy at three. Good Lord. So I just, I feel like they need to cut, give the teachers a teacher aid. Yep. Or some additional support. Oh, Because there's sure. too many of those. And then also we have to look at the cur- curriculum. A lot of these schools and counties are only going off of, um, I think they're called HSAs. It's like an assessment that they do for the state of Maryland uh-huh. where you have to pass the assessment or you kind of, you're like left behind or whatever. Yeah. So... If you, all your, what you're learning does not pertain, like they're, they're focusing all of their, their studies on the test. Yeah. But they are still can a can great we have area. like that too. It was Connecticut Mastery Test and literally you were in school and you were prepping until the test was to be able to pass the test. Because right. what happens is, is that they look at the teachers and mm-hmm. they say, okay. Why is your why student not able to pass right. the test? When in reality it is, is that. The kid is missing some fundamentals that they didn't have that they should have gotten in previous classes. But because, like you said, there's too many kids and one teacher. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you and then let's say you have an example. And I remember being at the high school and some kids had IEPs. And I remember this one teacher getting so irritated. And I said, well, think about it. I said, I'm not trying to be like that. I said, but, you know, you have a classroom of maybe 20 kids, 19 get it, but that one student does it. Mm -hmm. You cannot stop the lesson, the entire lesson, because that one student does it. It is then to... Someone has to be that advocate for that child, whether it's a parent or an aide, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. to say, hey, this student needs X, Y, and Z, which is what I think, you know, um, different school, like, you know, 
whether it's tutors, whether it's looking into different schools, and whether it's, you know, advocating for your kid, hey, my child needs an eight. Hey, my child needs X, Y, and Z. Maybe they need a little bit more time or whatever it is. It's that advocating because then it comes, because then you also have the parents are looking at the kids and they're like, well, how come my kid didn't, you know, yada, yada. And I'm just like, on one end, you can't stop the whole class because one person doesn't get it. But then you also don't want to leave that child behind because they're not understanding it. Right. And sometimes they're not even aware that they're understanding it until they're in a classroom and they're doing a test and their grades aren't what they should be. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think there's – our school system is broken, but – Hella know, broken. Nonetheless, like, again, like, support your teachers – like, they're there with your kids. They are, their job doesn't stop when it is that they finish and they go home. They're grading papers. They're doing lesson plans. They're sitting in meetings all fucking day. Like, support your teachers. Support the educators. They need it. It's important. Even though we went off on a tangent, a long-ass tangent. That's that. okay. It's important. <laughs> at, it least it important. Was, at least it was about um, a topic I'm very passionate about, especially when it comes to, like, my son. Because, like I said, he has autism. Mm-hmm. He has IEP, and he's in a smaller class. So I like to, you know get different perspectives of um, education from different For people. sure. So, so um, as we all know, last year, rapper Mac Miller died of a alleged drug overdose, and his alleged drug dealer was charged in connection to the rapper's death. Apparently, um, Mac Miller went and purchased the drugs from him, thinking that they were oxycodone, come to find out they were counterfeit, and they were actually laced with fentanyl, and that is what supposedly called his drug overdose. So now, um, he is being, the drug dealer is being criminally charged. Wow. What are your thoughts? I did not know it was laced with something else. What are your thoughts? First of all, I'm in shock because, I mean, I heard about the drug dealer going, you know, getting charged for the overdose. Um, Well, for giving the drug to the person. However, I did not know it was laced with anything else. An addiction is, um, it's, it's really hard to talk about, to be quite honest with you. I don't think it's something that. I don't know, like I've had addiction as a disease Mm -hmm. and you don't want anybody to ever overdose on a drug. So it's, it's sad, but I do think somebody needs to be accountable. So you think the dealer should be accountable? In a nutshell, yes. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, he was a grown man. I agree. That's how I feel. Addiction is is a disease and knowing people very close to me who have been addicted to, you know, mm-hmm. different things. Um, it can be a little bit touchy, but I do also kind of feel like you know the risk that you're taking. Buying buying, drugs. You know what I mean? And doing drugs. And you, you never know, yeah. which is another reason why, like, just so crazy, but why I don't, because I never really get high per se, and I don't like to feel any different. I don't like to be in an older state, but that's another reason why I don't smoke weed, mm-hmm. because I'm terrified that someone is going to go and lace my shit with something and then I'm going to be ending up on the five o'clock news running around naked or whatever it is. Like, you never, I'm just saying, like, you never know. But That's then at true. one point, it's just like, well, girl, you chose to buy it. Right. And because it's illegal for you to be taking it recreationally or whatever the case is, maybe not weed anymore, but because this substance is illegal for you to be taking recreationally, then you get hurt. And right. then it's just kind of like. You're looking for you, an scapegoat. Right. You chose to do it. Right. It's, it's almost like, it's like, well, you know what you was, you, that's the risk that you take. Yeah. You run the risk when you do something you're not supposed to be doing. 
But for him to, I think the difference is, is that if he knowingly knew that it was laced. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have did it. I don't think he would have done it. Especially with it being someone high profile. I don't think he would have done it. But then again, we don't know what his, we don't his, know. his poison was. Because everybody, right. every every uh, addict has their own poison. So he might have known that it was laced, but he did probably didn't know taking so much would do, you know, what I mean, so much harm. But like I said, he he was a grown man in the situation. Mm -hmm. You run the risk when you do stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, basically. But I do think people need to take accountability of their actions. He was a drug dealer. He sold the drugs. He has to do the time. That's like when people's, um, this is kind of of far-fetched, but I I feel like you can follow with me. That's kind of like when, Someone's dog bites someone. Yeah. It's kind of like, granted, you aren't the dog. You didn't right. bite the person, but, but it is your, your dog. dog. It's your dog. So therefore, you are responsible. Right. And because you are responsible, you have to take care of the penalties that come along with your dog and what he did. Exactly. Just like with the drug dealer. Like, you were the drug dealer. You didn't take the drugs. You didn't mm-hmm. force him to take it. However, they were your drugs. Mm-hmm. So you bear the responsibility of it. So that's interesting to see. That's very, very interesting. I remember, like, watching, like, Law & Order or, like, just crime shows and they'd be like, oh, you don't even watch The Fucking Shy. God, Arsha, you need to watch it. <laughs> ah! But on The Shy, the boy's mother overdosed and um, whatever his name is was like, we can't keep having people overdose on our shit They're, because it links back to who they got it from. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'll be knowing this shit. You do. And then did you see that Miss Nicki Minaj is wink, wink, retiring? I doubt it. I don't think she is. I didn't see it, but I don't think she is. That's just like when Jay-Z said he was going to retire and he put out, what, the blueprint? Yeah. So she said she was retiring to focus focus on family and because she wanted to be a mommy. She said on her Twitter page. I don't think you have to retire to focus on wanting to be a wife and a mom and starting a a family you don't have to retire you can do both there are a lot of women or you can just say you're taking a break right now but i think you don't even have to say that you can just step away but i think with her confidence and Nicki minaj being Nicki minaj and how she's just behaved previously i felt like she wants to let people know but she she tweeted, I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do it to the death of me. Um, X in the box if ain't nobody checking for me. Love you for life. Again, I didn't really think Nicki Minaj did an announcement about it. But right. And she felt like that's what she... And I don't know. Like, But maybe it's so that like people don't just think that she fell off. I feel like it's more of an ego thing to announce it. For me, when you say fell off, I'm thinking like, okay, you put out one album, you fell off. She has, but she's not. Albums. But she's not. I don't want to say she stepped down or someone's knocked her off her crown, but she's not the Nicki Minaj hype that she was five years ago, and of that's okay not. because there's because new, they're not hungry and she's not hungry like that anymore. She has she money. She doesn't have to be number one, and then also there's she is no longer the only 
female artist. Not that she was ever the only female artist, but I'm saying the only commercial female artist at this point. Right. There's so many others that are there, you know, that are there, and I think it's time for someone else to shine. I mean, you're always going to be fucking Nicki Minaj. I wouldn't be surprised if she hops on track or whatever it is. Oh, she would. That's fine. But sis, just take your break and go on about your business. Right. Marry your man, have your babies, and go on about your business. Exactly. Like every other woman every day does. Because then I don't, and I don't ever really think someone can retire from said music. Or like basketball, like you still ball. You may ball at your home, right? But you don't play professionally anymore, right? She's. I don't think she's retiring. You're bad. You're bad. She's too young to retire. You just say you're taking. You know, just want to let you guys know that I might not be um, out here for you know the next five years. I'm gonna take a break, focus on my family. You don't have to say I'm retiring because you're not. So this is really random. Okay. It is, but it isn't, and it is because I know you're not really that invested into like the politics and music as I am do you think Meg Thee Stallion is gonna do you you think she's gonna be as hot as she was this time next year do you see her on incline or do you kind of feel like she's I foresee her staying the same me too I do I think she I think she puts out bangers yeah um, I don't know because she's going back to school and Shout out to I the know, college girls. yeah, I know school was very important to her, but I don't, I foresee her, you know, staying, she got, she has a, the success and the branding that she wants now. So I think she's going to, you know, stay consistent with that. I think, well, shout out to Lizzo for being the number one. Yes. Um, and that song for Truth Hurts, it actually came out a couple years ago. So shout out to her. I think I like Smeg the Stallion, but when I listen to her album, I can't listen to it on repeat. I agree. Like I like I I guess for me, I want to know if she can talk about some different shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the difference I would say between her and Cardi and her and Nicki Minaj is that they both have crossover appeal. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj had the ability to do crossover appeal. Cardi B has done crossover appeal. I don't think that. Meg the Stallion can do it. Not that she's not as good, not that or anything like that, but I feel like she's she, she's gonna stay within our community, kind of like a Trina. Like we love and we respect and we praise Trina as we do with Little Kim, but she's our. They don't necessarily to me cross over. I foresee her being more like Trina, and like Little Kim, right. like you said. I agree with that. I don't. I'm not saying she can't, but I don't foresee her, you know, moving in that realm. And there's nothing wrong with her being a Trina, a young Trina, because that's what I kind of see her as. I fuck with Trina. Yeah. But I mean it just in the sense of... But you got to keep in mind, a lot of um, races that want to be us find our music, and they go to the concerts of the people like... Trina and Little Kim. So not necessarily in this day and and age do you need to be a crossover artist to still have the support of different races in different places. Mm. That's very true. We influenced everything. Everything. But shout out to her back to school and congratulations to Lizzo. Yes. Ta-da, girl. Yes. All right, so I have a question for you, Arshay. Ma'am, I'm here. What's good? Do you think... Okay, I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and this person has been in a relationship for maybe a year or so, and my advice to her was don't be so wrapped up in your relationship that you forget about your other relationships that you have with people. And I said to her, I said, don't be so focused on 
you and your boyfriend that when and if you do reach out to your friends, it's almost like I'm playing catch up with you all the time. Like, I feel like if you have time to every night be with your boyfriend and I'm sure always answer his phone calls, then I kind of feel like you can also give some of that time to other ones. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in a situation where it's been like that and then it's just kind of like, okay, when things maybe necessarily didn't work out, then it was just kind of like, we have to kind of reintegrate you to things. So do you think people can be like too involved in their relationship? Yes. Um, And I was just too wrapped up. I was just like that when me and my husband first got together. I was like, yes, we're just going to do everything together. We're just going to be up each other's asses. And that can be very draining. Mm -hmm. Because then you lose your identity. You lose who you are. And then you are not able to branch out to your friends. Or then you might be in a situation where that said person, your spouse, chooses to manipulate you to not, you know, go out or do different things like that where you might just be an introvert where you want to stay in the house and be with that person. But I do agree you do not need to wrap yourself into um, your relationship as as much because even when that relationship is over, you still have your friends. Right. And I guess what I'm saying is like not... There needs to be a balance. I was like, and I get that like when you first get with a person, like it's, it's blessed. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hang out all the time, all the time, all mm-hmm. the time. But I'm saying is it's like, I think it's important that you make room still. And I mean, a good friend is going to be understanding. They're going to get it. They're going to realize it. But I think it's also important to make room and not like forget. Like you ever met that person um, who they get a new part, like a new boyfriend or whatever it is. And you don't hear from them. And all of a sudden when you hang out, it's just like, dang girl, I didn't know you was alive still. Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And my advice to her was just like, you know, I take my friendships very seriously. I'm definitely a girl's girl, and I definitely feel like I don't like the idea, and I have one person who, I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> I have one person, you know, and she wasn't involved in some things, and um, and I'm just thinking to myself, because it's like every time I talk to you, it's like a catch-up session. How much of my friend are you if every time I talk to you, like, I'm catching you up on everything? No, it should be like, you should have already been in the loop of things. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I go ahead and I get a new job or whatever it is, you should have already been knowing about the process of it. Like, yes, girl, you know, I was already looking for something or whatever it was, not just, oh, yeah, hey, I got a new job. So I think people need to realize that relationships, even with friendships, they all take, um, they need attention. Mm-hmm. It's all a job. It's all work. Yeah. So the same attention that you put into your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend needs to be the same attention and time. Well, it might not be the same, but you should still give some attention to your friendships as well. Yeah. Don't fall off on like the face of the earth because I definitely know people like who have like been up in their partners, but, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, okay, when shit didn't work out and then it's like, you try to come back and like, you've missed so much. Right. And I was just expressing that to her and I was just like, the way that you have time, I was just like, she was just like, well, we don't get home until whatever time. And I said, and I get that. And I said, that's fine. I said, but it literally takes two seconds to send a text message. Right. Aren't we texting right now? Why can't you just send me a text message? Right. They have? But at the same time, you have to keep in mind that that person does not see it like that because right. I definitely was that person at one point in time. Right. I just thought everything was okay. I right. didn't know that my main focus was on this one person. So right. I'm thinking everything is okay with me and my friends. But that whole time you're missing out on shit. Right. But I, I, 
I didn't see it like that. Right. So they have tunnel vision. So at the same time, I feel like everybody is grown and we need to reach out. If you haven't heard from me from a couple of days, reach out to me. And then, right. you know, I have to keep in mind that, you know, I haven't heard from my girls in a couple of days. Let me reach out to them and yeah. see what's going on. So I think there needs to be accountability and there needs to be a on balance between on both parts and in and, and every, and every situation right. and every scenario. It but needs don't to be. ignore your girls. Again, I'm a girl's girl. Like, don't ignore me to go and hang out with your nigga. Like, that's fine. I want to do stuff that's cute, whatever it is. But why not? Why not double date? If but, you want to be with your nigga say, and but, I want to be with you. But let's... say, but say someone isn't, your friends are in a relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like sometimes. So they're like, not, are you saying they're not in a relationship? To my not. Okay. <clears throat> to my knowledge, no. But let's just say that's not the case. Say, let's say you just want to have a girl's night and you don't want like, girl, I don't want you to bring your fucking nigga around. Like, right. no, like, I want it to be a girl's night. No, your man cannot come. I mean, if someone asks, like, oh, and I'm going to be like, because that lets me know that you've already kind of had a conversation with him mm-hmm. about possibly coming, then I'm going to be like, okay, but the vibe is going to be a little different. And the not to say that, like, he's disliked, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be like, we can't be our normal life. Right, we can't be ourselves when your like, man is there. When mm-hmm. it's girl's night, it's girl's night. Right. Period. Like, if I wanted your nigga to come, I'm going to extend the invitation for your nigga. Like, even if there's times when, like, Kunle may be doing something and maybe, like, I am able to go, I'm just like, now I'm okay, I'm going to let you go ahead. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I know because I believe in girl time mm-hmm. and I also believe in, like, people, and that's not to say that you're being phony or different when you're with other people. It's just... It's another side of you. Right. You want everybody to be relaxed. Maybe you want to share inside jokes that that other person may not be privy to, and you don't want them to be left out. I was in a situation years and years ago where the person that I was with felt like I didn't give them enough time, and I'm like, I'm here all the damn time. What more do you want? I'm not even staying at my place. After class, I'm here. I'm here in the morning when I'm out of class, when I'm not working, I'm not here. And God forbid I went to go hang out with my girls or go to, like, an event on campus with them. It was a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just it was just like, and I had to say to myself, and see, I that's felt the, like. That's the manipulation yeah. that And I for was me, it about. was, you require more attention than I can give you, than I can give you, and that I care to give you. Right, and what you're not going to do is guilt me. For me. Right. Yeah, you're and not going to for me. You're not going to guilt me into changing my plans even though I spend every single day with you you're not going to guilt me to feel guilty to spend more time with you when I don't see these people for two three months on end right because I'm too busy giving you all of my attention exactly that's not a healthy relationship exactly it's all about having a balance and you know again you don't want it to be a situation where god forbid something doesn't something doesn't go as planned and then who do you turn to now Right. Because your friends have kind of learned to essentially adapt without you being there. Mm-hmm. And I never liked the feeling of being surprised, my girls being surprised when I was able to, I hate to say like able to hang out, but mm-hmm. essentially when I was Especially able to hang out, yeah, when I was able to hang out, it was just kind of like, I felt like I was missing things or whatever the case is. And like something as simple as just a text message like goes a long way. And even if you may not be a texter, I'm sure you text your man. Mm-hmm. Like, reach out. Like, you know what I mean? And, okay, whatever, okay, but you can you can spend girls' night with us. Like, it's fine. Like, come on, have girls' night. But, I don't know, I just, I, I definitely made sure to express to her, I was like, it's healthy to have relationships outside of your relationship. Yes. Maintain your friendships, you know, like, continue to speak to your sisters, whatever it is, because I hate the friend that I don't entertain those conversations, and definitely in the wedding planning process, um... Just a lot of things went into perspective about things. And I was just like, I don't want when it is. Because at first I was feeling bad that this person wasn't a part of 
the wedding. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, I was just like, no, like when I speak to you, it's always a catch up session. Like I'm not that type of friend. Like I don't want to be catching you up on everything every time I speak with you. So they were in their feelings. Oh, well, too bad. Shout out to my girls, though. Poop, poop, poop. So any more announcements, Arshay? Um, yes. So as you guys know, I started school. So I'm almost done my first semester. Good. And like, it was really quick. Keep it Like, up. I have a 3.0 grade point average. Fuck it up. Okay. And then the only thing that's fucking killing me right now is this color theory shit. That shit's blowing the fuck out of my life right now. But I wish besides I could help that, you, but I can't because I know that is. You know, you know about your color theory? I don't. Okay. I was going to say, God damn. Okay, maybe I need to come over here and have you help me. But anyway, um, just that and then me starting a new job. The only thing I'm going to, I'm going to miss you though. I'm going to miss you. Gonna... But stop saying it like we're not going to see each other because we have a But I'm, I'm used to seeing you every so often in the office and now it's just like, I'm not going to see you in it's the okay. office. But it's okay because we're going to make up for it because we're going to do stuff outside of work. Even yes. though the pod, even though I feel like... We have one of those friendships where we see each other only in the office, and I don't want it to just be an office friendship. Um, because I, I wonder like why, friends. Um, because you have a whole ass husband now. And that we doesn't can mean now- anything. I just had a whole conversation <laughs> with you about working on your relationships outside of things. Friends. That is true. And okay. okay, let me tell you this: I'm really, as you know, I'm really bad with texting. Mm. If mm. you call me Tell the Lord. and I got service, I'm going to answer. Tell the Lord. I'm going to answer. Not unless I'm doing something with my kids. If I when I first come home, I throw my phone on the bed. Like I don't even look at that shit until the kids go to sleep. Then that's when I'm all on my phone, on the Instagram. Whatever, all friend. It's okay. But anywho, I wish you well. Anywho, I'm going to miss you. See why are you saying it like at that? At work, okay. I'm gonna miss you at work. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna miss you too. I'm gonna miss you at work. And shout out to you our shades dad. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Arshay's dad for watching the kitties. Yeah, like, shout out to you, wedding. Keith. You better do it, sir. And I have a music plug. Yes. It is, I was going to call him Goldfingers, but it's not. It's Gold Links. And the song is called Days Like This featuring Khalid. Or Khalid. What's his name? Khalid. Khalid. Can we just talk? That boy. All right. All right. And that is all, guys. Make sure you catch up on all of our other episodes. Give us a five star rating. Okay. Five stars. And follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter page. And the famous podcast. Five star chick star. Okay, then. Okay. Every now and then we have a moment. I'm just saying. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.